You're listening to Empowering Emma, a podcast that focuses on self-care, navigating college life, and chasing success. Hello, everyone. Today, I have a special guest with me, my boyfriend, Kendall. Kendall, how about you tell us a little bit about yourself? I can't even look at him right now because he keeps making me laugh. <laughs> We've tried this like 12 times, and this is the first time I'm actually doing okay. Kendall, tell us about yourself. Hi, uh, my name's Kendall. I get to be with this crackhead all the time, oh. so <laughs> never a dull moment, as you can tell. Um <laughs> I graduated college not long ago, and I've been, uh, you know, doing the whole adulting thing. I just moved into my first real solo apartment. And it's super cute. It's super cute. Yeah, it's got like 10-foot ceilings and (laughs) brick and... (laughs) A big bathroom so we can have a dance party. (laughs) But yeah, um, I am a sound engineer at a casino in the Quad Cities, so... I get to work with different bands every week, running sound for them, and then I do a lot of broadcast video engineering stuff as well, so it's an interesting time. Yeah, so basically what that means is Kendall fixes everything for me because I don't know how to do anything. For example, my bike, uh, my TV, my podcast, everything, because I'm dumb in that area. (laughs) I'm not going to say I agree, but... uh... (laughs) Basically, Emma, you're a dumbass, but anyway, today is our relationship episode and we're going to be talking about kind of like how we met and how we communicate, how to support each other, how to live together, and how to do long distance. So to start with that, I guess we will just talk about how we met. Um, I was 14 when I first stumbled upon Kendall. It was freshman year of high school and we were in band together and we did marching band together and I was like, hey, I like that kid's beard, and he got some fluffy hair. That was my first impression of him. I don't know what he'll say about me, but yeah, Kendall. (laughs) (laughs) Well, um, I didn't know she was stalking me until way later on, but I think she was was stalking me as well. Yeah. Probably before I stalked you, to be honest. Maybe. You might be right. Yeah. Yeah. Because, for example, Kendall drew me um, a little comic, and he drew a picture. The first picture was him watching me in the band room. So I would say Kendall started stalking me before I stalked him. <laughs> but anyway, we met through band and our first date was Orange Leaf. Right? Yeah. Frozen yogurt. Frozen I, yogurt. I remember I got um, just this giant thing of ice cream and she had gotten a super tiny portion so. that's funny because now that's not it, it, i'm not absolute, like i don't need ice cream that <laughs> is absolutely flip-flopped yeah but i remember i took like 10 extra minutes to finish this freaking ice cream than she did and i was like oh no oh no oh no and so, i was trying to come up with stupid questions to ask because i was really nervous i was like do you hey like your cat? yeah do you like your cat <laughs> what's your favorite color <laughs> Someone, um, one of my friends wanted me to talk about on this, like, how do we get through the awkward phase? Because that is kind of like a phase that everyone goes through when they're first dating. Do you have any advice for that? Uh, you're asking the wrong. Kendall's like, I'm still awkward. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Um, I don't know. I think it gets better. Like, obviously, the more time that you spend with the person. Um, I was a completely different person when we met versus how I am now. I'd say the same about Kendall. So, like... The, the boat we were in when we first started dating was that, like, we didn't really, 
you know, get to know each other or talk to each other all that much before we just kind of <laughs> went for it. So I used to be the most awkward dude you could ever possibly hope to meet or hope to not meet. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> but but yeah, like I just didn't really, you know, how to really communicate when we first started dating because like, you know, there would obviously be issues that came up and instead of being like, hey, this is what's going on. This is what I think of it. I just kind of hop into my own little shell of, oh, no, woe is me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so when Kendall and I first started dating, we started dating at the end of his senior year. So right away, we were kind of like forced into long distance. And with us being like two years apart, I think that was kind of tough at that age because I was so young. I mean, you're both young, but I was like 16. So I was kind of in that like weird teen girl rebellion phase. And so I would tend to like not communicate how I felt with him. And that was a lot of our problems in the first two years and also why we were kind of on and off the first two years. Now we're going two years strong, basically four. But yeah, now we're a lot more open with our communication. So now instead of me being like super petty and not talking to him when I'm mad, I'm like, hey, I don't like it when you do this or this is what I need from you. Yeah, that's something that has uh, definitely saved us a lot of uh, conflict and issues and all sorts of bad stuff. Just being more open about uh, what we're thinking, what we're feeling, rather than what I think the big problem was, which was assuming the other person knew what the other was thinking. That's really big. I would do that all the time. Like I was like, oh, why doesn't he understand that I'm mad at him because he didn't bring me a snack? Like, like, stupid stuff like that. And now I'm like, Kendall, I'm freaking hungry. Give me a snack. I'm just kidding. I'm not that mean. Uh, When you're really hungry, you can be. Okay, I get hangry. (laughs) But now I'm like, hi, Kendall. Can you please bring me a snack? I'm starving. I've I've taken to carrying emergency packages (laughs) of chocolate around wherever I go when I know I'm going to see her now to whip out of my pocket give her some chocolate and then oh my gosh uh, yeah and there's been times where i'll be like i'll pay you two dollars if you bring me a snack to the couch and then then i'll counter that with uh you know an extra dollar or two as part of labor for me having to get up (laughs) and bring her the snacks so really i i come out on top because i'm profiting over her not wanting to get up yeah and that happens just about every single time we're together because sometimes i can be lazy (laughs) <laughs> me too though just when it comes to snacks though we're hard workers <laughs> oh yeah i work my uh we work say. our butts off <laughs> yeah we work our butts off yeah like so speaking of work um obviously working in entertainment means that you don't work a traditional nine to five so for me that means um I'm usually working weekends, well, every weekend, usually late until about one or two in the morning, depending on uh, how things go. Oh, yeah, that's been really hard for me is not being able to text Kendall all the time because I've been so used to like talking to him 24-7 and now it's more like real life where like I won't be able to talk to him until he's off work. So that's been a really big um, transition for us. And another thing with like my schedule is now I have three jobs and I'm in five classes, and I'm in band, so I'm really busy, and sometimes it's, like, hard for us to, like, get together, but I think that 
if the person loves you enough, they'll always make time for you. Even if it's at 1 a.m. Sometimes Kendall literally doesn't get off until like 2 a.m. and he'll still come over and like spend the night. And I think that makes him special. Oh, well, thank you. You're welcome. Winking at him right now. (laughs) (laughs) And that goes both ways, too. Like, you know, anyone at two in the morning is going to want to just sleep in and and not have to deal with getting up and letting someone in the house, et cetera, et cetera. So I think it speaks a lot on her behalf how, you know, is willing to interrupt her sleep to let me in and see me when. You know, she's, as she said, she's already worked three jobs and she just wants to sleep. But, yeah, it's all about making good compromises and figuring out what works best for you. The other thing that we've been um, having to deal with throughout our whole relationship for four years, and by the time I graduate, will be six years, is, like, long distance. It's not like we're, like, states away, but we both went to college at different places. Um, when we first started dating, like I said, Kendall was at Western and I was still in high school for the first two years. And now he's graduated and I'm at Illinois State. So what would be like some advice that you would give to people that are doing long distance? Well, if you can do long distance, you can be prepared for, I'd say, just about any uh, situation that kind of comes with that. I mean, obviously it takes time to get used to not being able to just call up your purse and being like, hey, uh, I'm hungry. Let's go get food right now. Me. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it all really ties into communication. Um, let them know like how you're doing, what you're really up to on a given day. Ask how their day is. That's a small thing, but it, it sparks a conversation. And sometimes <laughs> the other person might need to vent. Like Kendall is working a real career now and he might have a bad day at work or same with me. And we always have each other's backs. Another thing with that is, like, we always make time for each other, which I already said, but, like, I always come home every other weekend, and on the weekends that I'm not at home, Kendall comes to see me, so even though we're long distance, we still see each other basically every week. It's just a better situation. our, Our schedules line up better for stuff like that. Yes. <laughs> we also FaceTime a lot. Um, And by that, I mean, I FaceTime him for every single thing that happens in my day-to-day life. (laughs) Like, oh my God, Kendall, you wouldn't guess what I just got for lunch. (laughs) Or, Kendall, I can't get my jar of peanut butter open. (laughs) No, I have not even called for that. But that's something that I probably would call for. Can't get my pickle jar open. (laughs) Help me. I need need my pickles. (laughs) I don't even like pickles that much. Yeah, you do. Shut up. (laughs) Not that much, but he hates pickles, man. Kendall will never eat a pickle in his life. Unless it's Chick-fil-A and they accidentally put it on. Another question that some people might have is how to know if you're choosing the right person to be with. Um, For me, I pay attention a lot to how they talk to other people and also how they refer to you. Um, Going away to college has made me really open up my eyes to how some guys talk about women Um, The past few weeks, I've had a lot of different things happen where people have called me it or that. Stay away from people like that. (laughs) Make sure you have someone that calls you she or he or whatever you prefer to be called. And make sure that it's someone that respects you. And yeah. Adding on to that, trust your gut. Like, Oh, yeah. If someone's being, say, manipulative or something, you'll probably get that gut feeling of, hey, maybe this isn't right. Don't don't let them fool you into thinking that 
this was a one-time thing. They're not going to be like that again or whatnot. No, trust your gut. If it's a bad situation, you got to look out for yourself first and get out of that situation. Definitely. So another thing that goes along with like the it and that language that I was just talking about, Kendall, this is a question for you, and this is a big question. How do you support like a girl or a woman, I guess I should say, in like situations that might come up with that, like with another guy? Like we had a weird thing where like in the beginning, I kind of wanted him to be like protective of me, like the stereotypical like macho man that's going to beat someone if they said something weird and now I've kind of moved away from that and I'm like let me handle this myself have my back if I need it so what would you suggest to boyfriends that want to protect but also want her to be independent you got to communicate what she really wants from the situation like you know some might appreciate that someone's going to be macho and you know break out the big guns and not me yeah 16 <laughs> year old me maybe but now i i like that kendall is not that like tough guy that's going to beat someone up like i appreciate that he is kind and caring and a nice dude <laughs> <laughs> but yeah like you you have to let them be their own person you can't handle everything for them you know and but still have their back if they need you right right and that's something that i've kind of had to i guess come to terms with not being here when you know say weird situations happen i can't be there to, to just you know help her do that but he's always there to like support so like after this thing happened to me last week i called him right away and he was there to kind of like help me work through that and help me to know what kind of steps i needed to take after that happening to me so along with that an important thing for us is setting boundaries with each other this was very important to us in the beginning of our relationship because uh, we didn't know what each other was looking for and we didn't know each other well enough to kind of know like what was okay and what was not okay like for example maybe i didn't want kind of to hug me now he knows <laughs> now he knows if i don't want to be touched because, like, sometimes I just like to be by myself, and I'm like, don't touch me. Yeah, or, like, if you're in the middle of something, then I need yeah. to read the situation and be yeah. like, hey, is she, like, super busy in, in the zone right now? Or should I, like, come be annoying and, like, all <laughs> happy, sacky? What? <laughs> sacky? <laughs> what does sacky mean? <laughs> Sappy? Sappy. Sap, 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 Saggy. Sappy is what I meant, not sappy. <laughs> but going along with like kind of being able to read each other, we are basically living together um, on the weekends. And something that we've really had to learn is kind of like each other's schedules and how to deal with um, like daily life situations. So, for example, I have a lot of routines that I do, and sometimes that might affect the way that I communicate with Kendall or my interactions with Kendall. So, like, how have you learned to deal with that in living situations? Well, I can tell you the one thing not to do is to try to change the person's schedule or, like, the way they do things, because that's never going to go well for anybody involved. Right. Again, it comes back to letting them be their own person, and I think that's something that gets missed a lot in other people's relationships. Not to be 
judgy mix scrooge over here <laughs> you have some interesting terms today i don't think i've ever heard these i, I haven't either this... it's his radio personality you're like, listening to the dog. <laughs> I, I did used to be on the radio. It was a yeah. it was a requirement for my degree, which was kind of weird because I specifically got a degree in broadcast production, so I would be behind <laughs> the scenes. But then they're like, "Hey, if you want to graduate, you have to be on air for an entire semester, and you have to talk this many times and advertise this, this, and blah blah blah." But he did good, and you learned a lot from being in that kind of situation. Like, I was not comfortable doing this podcast. I'd have anxiety attacks every time I picked up this mic. But now, I'm holding this mic with confidence. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. What about, like, another thing we've had to deal with is, like, our weird habits. We've I have a lot of weird habits, and so do you, like, when it comes to living with each other. Like, for example... Kendall will only sleep with one sock on. I don't understand it. It's because one one foot gets hot and then... But not the other one. Right. If you take both socks off, your little feet get cold. But if you keep them both on, they're too hot. So you got to find that happy medium in the middle. He takes it off in his sleep, too. It's not even like he's thinking about it. I've always done that since I was a kid. Like, if I pull up pictures from when I was, like, a little three, four, five-year-old... Every picture, I will have one sock on just hobbling around the house. <laughs> what about me? Do I have any weird habits? Um, when you wake up, you only have one eye open. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I didn't realize that until Kendall told me. He's like, how come you wake up with only one eye open? I'm like, I don't yeah, have the strength to yeah, open both. Yeah, like I, I open my eye and eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I open an eye. <laughs> and thought she was like doing a weird wink at me. But no, this bitch sleeps with one uh <laughs> One uh, eye closed. <laughs> or, yeah. This girl sleep with one eye open. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> you're going to have weird habits and your partner is going to have to support you in those habits and understand what you're needing and when you need it. And we're a lot better at communicating that now than we were even a year ago. Um, yeah, like right. Sometimes I'm like, hey, man, I need to be alone or hey. I would like to use the bathroom before you do. Or like, hey, can you wipe all your little furs out of the shower whenever you're done? That's a big one. Kendall has a big head of hair. And so I'm a little bit of a clean freak. So I'm like, hey, man, wipe those little furries out of the bathtub. Hey, man. Hey, man. (laughs) But yeah, eventually, once you're with someone long enough, you'll kind of learn what makes them crazy. And yeah, now we don't even fight. We haven't fought since about mm, age 16. (laughs) unless unless it was the blinds incident oh Oh. or when you hit a raccoon oh 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 yeah yeah Yeah, we were driving home from wisconsin and it was at night and kendall hit a raccoon driving my car after my car had been in the um, dealership getting repaired for like two months full engine rebuild for like nine grand yeah the whole bottom of the car got wiped out. They're like, excuse me, did you hit a deer? And we were like, no, just a raccoon. Okay, so this raccoon was like not, it was unlike any <laughs> raccoon I've ever seen, right? I was watching the Kardashians, so I didn't see it. <clears throat> yeah, so <laughs> it just kind of jumped out in front of me, so I had no time to react. And then to make matters worse, this little fella jumped up on its hind legs, stuck its paws straight up, and... I looked into his eyes and, um, yeah. Man, that's so sad. I'm kind of glad I didn't see it. But I was angry. But I wasn't right to be angry because it wasn't his fault. So <laughs> You didn't speak to me for hours. Oh, man. I didn't even say a word. I didn't even look at him. Yep. But, yeah. We don't fight unless it's over a raccoon. 
And then I sent him memes about raccoons for about two months afterwards. And I was like, man, this could have been our raccoon, but he's dead. Yeah, he's uh, <laughs> he's uh, vaporized. Poor little buddy. <laughs> he, he was eating good, though. so Yeah, he, he was big enough to wipe out the hole underneath the car. He had a good life. Oh, and the car broke down. That was the other thing. The car broke yeah, down in so- the winter. And it was cold, and I didn't want to touch him or have his warmth, so I said, mm, guess I freeze. That's exactly what happened. <laughs> like, I tried to put a hand on you, and you just kind of... I said, no. <laughs> Again, communication. <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't touch me. You just messed up my car. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I might be a little too um, upfront. But also, that's good, because it's better to be upfront than to not say anything at all. Yeah, <laughs> like I did in that situation, but... <laughs> Another thing that we have talked about is our love language. I think there's like five different love languages. I should know them off the top of my head, but I don't. It's like words of affirmation. There's like a gift one. There's like an intimacy one. Service. Service. Acts of, acts of service. service. Yeah. So we both took that quiz so that we could better understand what each other wants and needs. And for me, mine is probably words of affirmation. What about you? Me too. Oh, so I guess we have to compliment each other all the time. Kendall, I love that beard that's coming back. I love your new glasses. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, so I try to compliment him quite a bit. I do too. Kendall, I like your eyes. Thank you. I like your eyelashes. Oh, okay. Okay. Another thing is to talk openly with each other. So right now... We have been talking about the future a lot, and that might be a little bit spooky to some people, but (laughs) after four years, you kind of got to talk about it, because I think I'm going to be with you for quite some time. I think so, also. I think I'll I'll keep you. I think I'll keep you, too. Sweet. So we've been talking about, um, like, post-college, are we going to live together? We went and picked out plates for Kendall's apartment, and he was like, hey, I would like your opinion, because you might be eating on these plates someday. Again, food's important to me. So I would say talk openly with each other about anything. Right now for us, that's the future. But if you're in a different stage, it's something else. That also includes furniture. I just dropped so much money on furniture because I know it's going to stay with us for a while. Yes. So. Ooh, he said us. See? Yeah. Words of affirmation. Absolutely. Yes. What about, like, do you have any general keys to making this all work? For me, I, I would say supporting each other. That's the biggest yeah. thing for me. Yeah, especially when you're long distance. you got to know that the person has your back no matter what. And I think what kind of makes long distance special in that way is that it uh, it really shows you, like, the person's true colors, I guess. Yeah, because you'll have to – doing long distance in the beginning, you're going to have to really, really trust that person. That was kind of hard for me at first because, like, we immediately went into long distance and I didn't really know Kendall. I didn't like, I wouldn't, not that I didn't trust you, but I didn't trust you as much as I do now because I didn't know you as well. So with long distance, you're going to gain like a better trust for that person. And also it'll be so much more special when you actually see that person after not seeing them for a while. Exactly. Even though that's only like six days for us, but I'm still like, Ooh, Kendall's coming. Yeah, we used to go like three, four, five weeks and it'd yeah. be like, Oh my God. Yeah. But it makes it a lot better. So Yeah. What about, to wrap this up, what's your favorite thing about me? Personality and how you help people that can't necessarily help themselves, you know? Yeah. Like, you're always looking to help those that have disabilities or 
brighten up someone's day somehow and I really like that about you like you're not just going through life on your own accord you're just you know I'm stumbling a bit here Um, because he's looking into my eyes and he's getting lost by my eyelashes (laughs) and my new glasses (laughs) for me my favorite thing about you is your support like I already said I am very weird and I require a lot of support sometimes because i'm emotional man including back support yeah he's supporting my back right now that's why i love you so much (laughs) (laughs) but kendall supports me through everything and i couldn't do it without him and he knows what to say when to say it and it's very nice to shut up oh (laughs) never of course never but yeah you got anything else to say um i'm at about my talking quota for the day (laughs) He really is. Kendall's a little bit of a, a shy boy at first. That's me. But that's why I like him. That's what makes you unique. Thank you. Kendall's really not shy. No. You should see me just at, at work. First. I just put on this crazy personality when I'm talking to all these do bands really? that come. I kind of do. Oh. I'm like, hey, welcome to blah, 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 casino. I've actually heard your professional voice. It's kind of terrifying. <laughs> and seeing him in a suit, like regularly, oh, yeah. I'm like, whoa. Who's yeah, that? I have to answer phones at work too, and I just, I guess, become a totally different person. Like I stop communicating yeah. grunts, and instead, I'm like, <laughs> <coughs> "You've reached the technology help desk. This is Kendall. How may I help you today?" This is my professional voice. Yeah. Are you looking for a smoothie or a juice? Shout out Fresh Blends. Love you. <laughs> but yeah. Anyway, that's all I gotta say, Kendall. That's all I gotta say, Kendall. I love you. I love you. All right. You're crazy rat. Talk to you later. Talk to you later, alligator.